0: look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone.
1: Football is back in full swing with another week of epic games. And who's got you covered on action for every single one of them? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet $5 on football, and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Nobody's missing out on the action this season. All DraftKings customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Get in on the NFL Week 2 action with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code Richard to sign up. New customers can bet just $5 and take home $200 in bonus bets instantly, only on DraftKings Sportsbook. With code Richard, the crown is yours.
2: The volume. You know this, sir.
3: New balls for these yokey Super Bowl championship. That should always be the expectation. I ain't mad at you. Go ahead. Welcome back to the Richard Sherman podcast. What a crazy week. Some expected results, some very unexpected results. Mitchell, Detroit. Oh, Richard,
1: I am sad, but I will say this. I will say this. If there is one loss on the Lions schedule this year, I'm glad it came to the Seattle Seahawks. You know, I have massive love for Seattle and the Seahawks, but this one was a hard one, Rich. Three turnovers, three turnovers, zero for Seattle, two immediate touchdowns. Richard, your thoughts on this game, man?
3: Well, Mitchell, selfishly, I loved it. I know you Mitchell, did. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mitchell. <laughs> I, I, uh, Seattle Seahawks, come on, Mitchell. I, I want uh, you. Them to you win.
1: have allegiance. You you are bleeding.
3: You are bleeding. Well, uh, Seattle right, Seahawks blood. Yeah, yeah. I, I respect it, Rich. Mitchell, I have allegiance. <laughs> you see what I did there, Mitchell? I'm I here know. all week. Gino is back like he never left. 32 of 41, pretty efficient, 328, two touchdowns, no interceptions. You know who they were missing, Mitchell, that last game when when everything fell apart? Oh, reliable, oh, faithful. Tyler Lockett, Noe, Noe had eight receptions for 59 yards, two touchdowns. DeKalen Metcalf showed up, six catches, 75 yards. Trey Brown showed up in a big way. They brought the rookie back, but guess who's still showing up? Trey Brown. Your boy, Jared, played a really good game. His streak of 383 consecutive passes without an interception ended, and of course it ended with a pick six, Mitchell. Oh, that really broke the game open. That broke their back. Your boy, Amon Ra, the sun god, St. Brown, had a really good game. Six receptions, 102 yards. They had a pretty good game. It was another barn burner that went to overtime. Ah, oh, Mitchell, but it's just Seattle Seahawks, Mitchell. They're figuring it out. Pete's Richard, strategy ah. is always don't turn the ball over. Play good defense. Run the football. He did not play great defense. They did not run the football well. Somehow, he still got the win.
1: I'll say this, Rich. The storyline going into this game. Seattle Seahawks missing their two starting tackles. Abe Lucas, Charles Cross, surrendered one sack on the game. I don't know if there's more to speak for Seattle and their O-line depth. Kudos to Seattle figuring it out throughout the week. You know, this Pete Carroll football, right, Rich? I mean, he next
3: football, man up, right? He finds a way. Whatever it takes to win, they're on the road, Detroit one of the hottest teams coming out, knocked off the defending champions. And you know who they couldn't knock off? Old Pete Carroll and them Seattle Seahawks. I'm happy to see it. But you know who else played well, Mitchell? The San Francisco 49ers. Mitchell, they look good.
1: <laughs> Richard, they look good against the LA Rams. And I think the bigger question here is how good are the LA Rams? Because. They only lost by seven. And uh, Puka Nakua. Yeah, boy. 15 receptions, Rich. Broke an NFL record, the most receptions in the first two games of a player's NFL career. I mean, whew. I know Matt Stafford's back. And and the Rams just dusted the Seattle Seahawks. They gave, let's let's not not let's not lie here, Rich. They gave the 49ers some trouble. You know, I know the Niners won this game, but come on now. Are the Rams
3: a legitimate
1: contender in this NFC West right now, Rich?
3: Mitchell, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Tombstone, Mitchell. But right now, they out there like Doc Holliday. And they your Huckleberry, Mitchell. They, nobody wants to see them. Matt Stafford, without expectations, without pressure of all these, hey, you got to win a Super Bowl or, or it's a disappointment. They don't have all that. They got a bunch of young kids. They got really talented players, but they're young Inexperienced, nobody expects a lot. People are saying they have a bottom five roster. Sean McVay is coaching is behind off. Raheem Morris is coaching is behind off because they didn't quit, they didn't gave up, and they are going to give everybody hell this year. Mitchell, Brock Purdy still played a pretty efficient game, seventeen to twenty five for two hundred six. Didn't turn the ball over, didn't throw a touchdown. They thought about giving that touchdown to to Debo. It's like a swing screen, but it ended up being a rush for Debo, who rushed the ball six times for sixty or five times for 38 yards and a touchdown, six receptions, 63 yards and a touchdown. But that boy, CMC, CMC, Mitchell, was getting the job done. Huge runs all game, 116 yards, a touchdown, three catches for 19 yards. Uh, Brandon Ayuk was having a solid game, got a little banged up in the game, so we got to monitor that. But that defense, they had times where they struggled and and, and had some issues that they were going to want to clean up but in the second half, they they gave up six points. Diamador Lenore got his hands on the football this week. Isaiah Oliver, who's been the nickelback, uh, you know, he played in this nickelback last week a little bit, I think, in the second half, and got the start today at nickelback. Played really well. Uh, Dre Greenlaw and Fred Warner, I mean, two of the best linebackers in football. I'm going to keep saying it. 11 and 12 tackles for him. Fred got him a sack. But like you said, Puka Nakua. I mean, what a revelation. They happen every year, Rich. A fifth-round pick. I don't know another fifth-round
1: pick that's been worth a damn, quite frankly. You're
3: right. Not I quite frankly.
1: I mean, quite frankly, Rich, I don't know one. I can't think another one. But uh, it, it, you know, they, don't, they don't come around often, Mitchell. Well, hey. Puka Nakua, the waiver wire, if he's still on your fantasy free agency list, you might want to pick him up, Richard. San Francisco was your number one team in the power ranks. Number two was the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys showed out against, I know you like Robert Sala and the Jets, the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 but golly, 30 to 10, Rich. I mean, is this more to speak about the Aaron Rodgers injury or is Dallas for real? For real, for real, Rich?
3: Uh, I mean, I put them at two in my power rankings, two, not just two in their division, not two in... That, that two in the power rankings overall. I know it so pains They are you. for real. Um, They'll drop to three this week because I think the Eagles are better. But but they're at two in my power rankings, Mitchell, because <laughs> they are for real. They're a good team. But if they, they sure are glad they were playing Zach Wilson and not Aaron Rodgers, who takes them behind the woodshed and has his way with them every time he plays them. Uh, so you got to give him credit they played well they they have one of the best players in National Football League and Micah Parsons he played well two sacks a, f- a fumble recovery a menace four quarterback hits I mean he was he his impact is never really measured on the stat sheet you you look on the tape and he's really everywhere he's hitting everything he's causing disruptions he's causing sacks for other people um Garrett Wilson did everything he could he could only get his hands on two footballs and one of them he took 68 yards for a touchdown. They're doing everything they can, but with Zach Wilson, 12 for 27, 170 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions, it's going to be hard mm. to, to win football games, Mitchell. He gave one to everybody. Javon Kirst, Malik Hooker, uh, Trayvon Diggs. of course, is going to get him one. Uh, C.D. Lamb had a pretty good game. Dak Prescott, Dak, Dak Prescott had a good game against a really good defense, so you got to give them credit. What? They played well. But when you get three interceptions and a fumble recovery, Mitchell, you're going to have a pretty good game.
1: Let's talk about Dak Prescott, Rich. We we got our sponsor, a new sponsor last week, which we introduced. Morgan & Morgan. And now it's time for their segment, making it look easy, player of the week. We're going to give it to Dak Prescott. And this is well-earned, Rich. Well-earned. The Jets, well-earned. they're secondary. their front four. Rich, they're, they're daunted. and And for them to put up 30 points against the Jets... Dak Prescott made it look easy, brought to you by Morgan & Morgan, America's largest injury law firm. This week, Dak Prescott made it look really easy, Rich, out there against the Jets, going for 31-38 for 255 and two toddies with no interceptions. Richard, has Dak Prescott proved anything to you? I know you love that Jets defense. Come on now. Is this a rebound game for him? I know they won 40 to nothing last week, but golly, man, he, he responded pretty well. What do you think of he Dak?
3: Looked, he looked good, Mitchell. I, I've i never had a problem with Dak. I think he looked much better in this game than he did the first game, you know, and that is a really good defense. You know, Aaron Rodgers is out, but that defense is still out there and they still have all their pieces. A lot of t- really talented defense. He was still very efficient, didn't throw an interception, uh, managed the game well, uh, Hit his go to guy in CD Lamb. He had 11 catches for 143. Uh, managed the game really well. The Jets did not. I think Dak Prescott is legitimate. I'm sure on the other show, Skip is going to, uh, if he's not uh, already dude, having, uh, you know, I'm sure he's already I'm there sure you're looking forward to tomorrow
1: morning, man. Oh, yeah, I, you already know what's coming, man. But Richard. The Dak Prescott earned it this week. This has been Making It Look Easy, brought to you by Morgan and Morgan, America's largest injury law firm. If you're ever injured, you can check out Morgan and Morgan. Go to for slash Sherman or dial pound law, pound five two nine. Winning in the NFL is hard, Richard. You know that. But hiring Morgan Morgan is super easy. We appreciate our sponsors here on the Richard Sherman podcast. Richard,
3: let's take us to the next game. Football is back. No more preseason games. The regular season is here. While we all love watching our favorite teams on television, there is nothing better than being at a game live and in person. And the best way to get tickets to any of these games is on Game Time, the fastest growing ticket app in the U.S. For last-minute amazing deals on tickets to see your favorite football team this September, download Game Time. And it's not just football. Game Time has tickets to baseball games, concerts, and even comedy shows all over the US. Download the Game Time app and redeem code SHERMAN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, download the Game Time app and use the redeem code SHERMAN. That's S-H-E-R-M-A-N for $20 off. No matter where you live, Get out and have some fun this week. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. For a limited time, you can save 40% on an NFL Plus premium annual subscription when you sign up through Plus Play from Verizon. Plus Play is a platform where you can shop, manage, and save on the subscriptions you already love like NFL Plus. With NFL Plus Premium, you can get access to live games on mobile, NFL Red Zone, NFL Network, and much more. So you can watch multiple games all at once on any screen around you for updates. Never miss a touchdown. And for fantasy players, NFL Plus Premium makes all the difference. Access to programming like Fantasy Live through NFL Network, Red Zone for tracking player performance on Sundays, access to live local in primetime games access to fantasy plus just go to verizon.com forward slash nfl to get nfl plus premium today it's 40 percent off for an annual subscription that's just 59.99 for the full season get it before it's
0: gone there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey where are you coming And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
3: KC, they looked very mortal, Mitchell. And they had their guys back. Jacksonville. Jacksonville looked decent last week. You know, they looked kind of sloppy at times, but okay, it was fine. Christian Kirk, you know, you heard earlier in the week that Kansas City plays a lot of man coverage. They expected Christian Kirk to have a big day. And lo and behold, Christian Kirk had a big day. 11 catches for 110. Uh, Andre Sisco got an interception. Patrick Mahomes, numbers look big, Mitchell. Numbers look big. 29 to 41, 305, two touchdowns, one interception. Isaiah Pacheco. It was a revelation. Looks like Sean out there. He, he's the closest to Marshawn I've seen in a long time. He runs that, he runs the ball really hard. But but just something felt off. 17 points. 17 points. Their defense held Jacksonville to nine points. Of course, Chris Jones comes back. Chris Jones gets a sack. I mean, well, lo and behold, <laughs> they play well with Chris Jones. I had Kansas City Chiefs fans telling me, Chris Jones doesn't matter. Let's trade him. What are you talking about? It's just like (laughs) ignorance. You just sit there and be like, like they're like, did you even watch the game? The defense played well. I'm sure they did. They did their best against the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions came in, Rusty, they still won the game. And yeah, your defense gave up 14 points. Well, guess what? They just gave up nine with Chris Jones. So maybe if they would have gave up nine against the Lions, I would have walked out with a W. Maybe you should appreciate your players instead of doing what you're doing Kansas City fans don't sit there and be like, "Oh, he's holding out." We're against him. Like maybe just, maybe just be fans. Just hey, cheer for the team. Do everything. You ain't got to be against the guy. But they look mortal. It's still early. They're still rusty. They still can play backyard football. Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey still connected for a touchdown that looked like old times. But seventeen points just seems really low for them. Well,
1: everyone loves Jacksonville coming into the season. Rich, I mean. You've seen so many power ranks from so many gurus in the NFL, all saying Jacksonville's a top 10 team. I've seen some with them as a top five team, but Richard, they mm. only posted nine points against the Kansas City Chiefs that you just called rusty. Is Jacksonville, like, well, who are they? I mean, are, are, are we counting on them as AFC contenders? Are they just a product of a weak division, Rich?
3: I mean, they're definitely a product of a weak division and they better be careful because the Rook got hurt and and Gardner Minshew, Minshew mania looked pretty decent, but before he got hurt, the Rookie looked pretty decent for the Colts and they're going to be an issue. If they can win games and they can develop him as early as they are, it can be really tough, but he needs to find a way to stay on the field. Mitchell, that's the second game in a row. The Rookie left before the game was over. That's concerning. But, yeah, I think they're, they're a product of their division. Um, they're pretenders for now, Metro Jacksonville. They made the playoffs last year. They gave Kansas City a run for their money. They gave them a run for their money today. But I need to see more out of them. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, people, people are really high on him, think he can be a generational one of those ones, you know, to be mentioned in the same breath as Andrew Luck. But no touchdowns today, which is concerning.
1: Speaking of concerning. Let's go to Cincinnati, Rich. Cincinnati is 0-2 for the second year in a row. And I, I know they lost to Baltimore, division foe, but you saw this coming, I feel like. I mean, Lamar Jackson signed. A lot of motivation coming into this season. You got OBJ with that team. Richard, Baltimore Ravens go into Cincinnati Bengals territory and squeak out a win in a pretty solid fashion. What does this say about the Cincinnati Bengals? Where are they at? I mean, are they going to repeat what they did last year? Are you concerned
3: about this team? I'm concerned. I'm really concerned because I was concerned when Joe Burrow missed most of training camp. I was concerned when it looked like Joe Burrow came back a little too early. I know calf injuries, unfortunately. I know calf injuries. They take a while. And even when you come back, they take a while. And you're not really there. You got to go to treatment every single day. You got to make sure you stay on it. You stay on it. And Joe Burrows hasn't looked like himself. Now, he played a decent game, 27 to 41, 22 yards, two touchdowns, an interception. Decent day. T. Higgins was really going, showed he's a true number one receiver. J- Jamar Chase, need to see you. Concern, But the co- most concerning part is at the end of that game, Joe Burrow re-injured that calf and if he is out for a substantial amount of time for a significant amount of time Mitchell it's going to be very difficult for them to have the special seasons they've been having where oh they start off 0-2 and then they just make a run they go on a run they get hot their defense plays well it's a lot of fun to watch if he's out that magic goes away and Baltimore is back Lamar Jackson is back he's paid He's an MVP foreman. He got weapons. Zay Flowers looked really good today. Odell Odell Beckham Jr. is still there. Nelson Aguilar caught him a touchdown today. He was running it. He was passing it. He looked really good. Gus Edwards taking taking the reins for uh, J.K. Dobbins' injury. Oh, I'm concerned, Mitchell. I'm concerned because in that division, you got the Browns. The Browns were looking good. They play tomorrow night. They looked good against the Cincinnati Bengals in, a, in the monsoon. And if they start to win games. And And I don't know, Mitchell. I don't right. know. The Ravens We might be good. talking
1: about the Browns more on this podcast this year, Rich. And I think we're certainly going to be talking more about the Ravens. Another team we're going to be talking about is Jordan Love's Green Bay Packers. I mean, the NFC North, thankfully, from a Detroit Lions fan's perspective, Got smoked this week. 0 for 4. And we were texting amongst the group, is Jordan Love legit? He looked legit. And then they took the L, Rich. Is Jordan
3: Love legit? Mitchell, he looked legit. He looked all the part, Mitchell. Three touchdowns, efficient drives, making all the passes. And then he disappeared, Mitchell Casper. The friendly ghost, Jordan Love, the friendly ghost, second half. The last three drives, Mitchell, when they needed it, they had to have it. The Falcons had run their way back. They took a touchdown from them. That was kind of weird. It looked like a touchdown. Was it a touchdown? Matt Collins, did his heels touch? Did his heels not touch? Yeah, I think the game would have been sealed then, but they took the touchdown away, so it was still a game. And then Atlanta goes down the field, drives down, Gets the field goal. Green Bay has a shot at it, Mitchell. And that's where you say, Mitchell, Aaron Rodgers wasn't perfect. Green Bay fans, they're getting free beers today because the Jets won. I mean, the Jets lost. And they get free beers at that one place because the Jets lost. But guess what? You're going to need the beers to drown away your sorrows because your team lost too. Not saying it's karma. Not saying anything like that. But your quarterback played pretty good for three quarters. But you know what Aaron Rodgers used to be known for, Mitchell? Those two-minute drives when Aaron Rodgers had the ball and there's 40 seconds left on the clock, there's 58 seconds left on the clock, and there's, they're down three, or they're down two, or they're down one like this. They would say they left too much time on the clock for Aaron Rodgers, and you would watch him do what he always does, drive all the ball right down the field to field goal range, kick the field goal. Win, Packers win, everybody celebrates, yada, 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 Lambeau leap, through the dance. This time, they have a young guy, you know, no, no blame. He played really well, really efficient early on. But then the last three drives, three and out, three and out. Then when you got to have it, four incompletions, four and in out, blew a 24 to 12 lead. I don't know, Mitchell, Desmond Ritter hasn't never lost at home, 30 and 0. College and NFL, the Falcons went for it on fourth and one. It was crazy, Mitchell. They, they needed to have it. You know, those are the kind of coaching decisions that win your ballgames. But I want to say that Jordan Love is the real deal. But 14 of 25 for 151 and three touchdowns. And the three touchdowns sound great, Mitchell. But when you lose the game, the 14 of 25 doesn't look as good as it should look. And the 151 doesn't look like it's enough.
1: It isn't enough. And like you said, Rich, I mean, from an NFC North fan perspective, you see the Brett Favre's, you see the Aaron Rodgers. I mean, hell, even Kirk Cousins. Some of these guys, when when they're on their final drive and you see them coming in, you, they instill fear in you when they mm-hmm. are down. Jordan Love's got to develop that. He's young into his career, obviously, but today, whew, I had a sigh of relief, Rich, because he wasn't that guy today. And, right. and Richard, that 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 was the guy that Aaron Rodgers was. And mm-hmm. that L, he had ample opportunity to make that a W. So we'll see going forward. What? But today it's a loss. Atlanta, who knows, man? They might be a squad this year. Who knows? Hey, I mean, Bajon but but John Robinson. Robinson. Mm. Who knows? Rich, there's, there's always a team that comes out of nowhere.
3: Who knows? Well, Let's move you know down to Buffalo. we know? They 2-0. Bajon Robinson, 19 for 124. Ooh, he looked good. He looked good when they needed to have it, too. The Packers play the Saints next week, too. So that'll be a real barometer. Uh,
1: you, Richard, and you know cer- certain athletes, when you see them for the first time, you know they're going to be that guy. He's, Newsflash. A- Bijan Robinson's that guy. He's that guy.
2: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi Fi? Oh my, look at that. He is.
0: terms apply learn more at americanexpress.com slash with amex
2: nfl total access the podcast is getting you ready for the 2024 nfl draft i'm your host andrew levy and i'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest nfl news including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Richard,
1: let's move to Buffalo.
3: The Raiders. No, no, no let's not move to Buffalo, but we'll move to the we We're not, yeah, we're not moving to Buffalo. <laughs> I
1: I do love their fan base though. And they, they got great fans. And, and Richard, this game, you know, got out of hand early. I don't think there's a whole lot to discuss here. But are you less concerned about Josh Allen now after 38 to 10? The Raiders, you know, beating them up pretty good. Are you are is this a calm down game for the Buffalo Bills?
3: I mean, somewhat, Mitchell, somewhat. It's a calm down game because he doesn't turn the ball over. He looked like Josh Allen of old. He looks like the MVP candidate everybody expected him to be when the season started. And last year and a year before that, when he was dueling Patrick Mahomes, he looked great. 124.8 passer rating. He looked really good. James Cook looked really good. 17 carries for 123 most by a Bills running back since 2017. They don't run the ball usually, Mitchell. They don't usually run the ball, but they looked really good. Diggs looked pretty, I mean, he looked fine. Seven catches for 66 yards, but I just don't know who the Raiders are. I don't know who the Raiders are. So it's tough for me to give him credit. Like, hey, this Raiders defense was really elite and stingy because he played a good defense last week and he struggled. He struggled unnecessarily. And so they cleaned it up. I just don't know. It's Jekyll and Hyde a little bit.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I agree with you. I mean, we won't know. We won't know. I mean, and frankly, we won't know until week four. The Bills play the Commanders next week. I, I'm not in love with Washington, you know? So it's like, and, and well, let's move to Washington. Because yeah. this, this game, this game, Richard, the Washington Commanders are 2-0. And I, I can't remember my... my I've got short-term memory, but I believe they got off to a hot start last year as well. And they were down early in this game, and, and Russ was looking like the Russ of old. I, I think you saw a Russ that you remembered, right, Rich, mm-hmm. early mm-hmm. in this game. Mm-hmm. He was he was ripping it out. Uh, uh, Mims Jr. caught a deep ball, a couple deep balls in this game, and he was letting it fly. And I'm like, holy cow, Denver looks good. You know what, Rich. I had zero faith in Denver. I I was all about Washington. When they went down, sure as hell, they came back. They won this game. And and I don't know who the commanders are. I don't know who the Broncos are. But I want to discuss Russell Wilson a little bit here. He looked better today, but they're 0-2. They're out to a poor start again. Like, what does he have to do? What does this team have to do to reboot and reload and get the season off to a better
3: start? And we three. Mitchell, I don't know how much you listen to R&B or Usher, you know, because this is feeling like Denver's offense and defense this year. They are trading. If they would have gave me a voice, Mitchell, you would have (laughs) never met me, Mitchell. Because they're trading places, Mitchell. Last year, they had a top five defense in scoring. Mitchell, they were holding people to 10 points. They held the San Francisco 49ers to 10 points. And their offense scored 11. And they won the game. And this year, they gave up 35 to the Washington Commanders. They gave up points last week in a loss to the Raiders. And it's like, what's happening here? Last year, they were really elite on defense, which gave them a chance. And their offense was struggling. So you always said, hey, what is Russ going pill- to put it together and help the defense out? Well, Russ is putting it together. He and Sean Payton have figured it out. You know, at first, early on, he wasn't completing a lot of passes, but the ones he was completing were bombs they look like russell wilson this is what i was talking about last week on the podcast it was like i mean he completed a lot of passes last week but just none of them were like his kind of passes where he's just trying down the field and this week he took a lot of shots mitchell he even got a tip 50 yard hail mary that that was a touchdown that was a cool play but he was sacked seven times And that was a concern coming into the season for me, that offensive line. Not Mike McGlinchey, who they paid the money to. He's a good player. But the rest of them, you know, how was Garrett Bowles going to come back? What is that interior of that offensive line going to look like? And today, the Washington Commanders, who have an incredible pass rush, showed you they're going to struggle. They're going to struggle with them. And if they don't get that fixed, Russell's in for a very sore season. But he still played well, Mitchell. He still played well. 18 to 32, 308, three touchdowns, the one interception. He ran the ball, Mitchell. He was running the ball. Right, he ran the ball six times for 56 yards. He was keeping this team. He was doing whatever it took to put his team in position to be to win this ball game. But Sam Howell, Mitchell, he looked the part, looked the part. 299, 27 to 39, two touchdowns. Brian Robinson looked really good. 18 carries for 87 yards, two touchdowns. Scary Terry got him a touchdown. It just never felt like the, the. it never felt like the, the Washington commanders were totally in control, but it never felt like Denver had a chance. It was like, it was a weird game. It, it felt like every time Denver struck, the commander struck back, and Denver was up for a little while where it was like, hey, okay, there it is. They're starting to do it. And then the commanders come rushing back, rushing back, rushing back, completing passes. And once they took control of the game, it looked as though Denver didn't have a chance. And I, you just wonder what exactly is going on in that defense that, that has changed. You know, that this is not a prolific offense that you're expecting. Now, Eric Bienemy, their new offensive coordinator, it comes with a lot of expectation, and so far he's delivered. But what's going on with this defense? And they get their schedule gets no easier for Denver because they got to go. They're 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 going to Miami, Miami, My- <laughs> and that's not going to be any more fun. Mitchell, two and them uh, boys. Oh,
1: it ain't. It's no fun. It's no. And, and the Commanders get a big test next week. I mean, Richard, they're two and zero. Oh. Playing the Bills. I mean, this is an opportunity for them to prove themselves worthy in the NFL next week. Richard, we talked about it coming into this season. We saw a dark horse that was getting slept on. Baker Mayfield. The Tampa Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 2-0. No one saw it coming. We saw it coming. Richard, Chicago Bears, NFC North team, trash. 0-2. Thank God. The Buccaneers, let's talk about them, Rich. I know you got some allegiance to the Buccaneers.
3: Your boy, Mike Evans, is a stud. He's a stud, Mitchell, and he's a top five receiver in the National Football League, and he has been so. He has done it with everybody. Mike Glennon, all the way from Mike Glennon to Tom Brady to now Baker Mayfield. He had six catches for 171, Mitchell. It don't matter who's out there. I can bring you out there, Mitchell. I can bring Goldie, Rory. I can bring my my daughter, Avery. I can bring my son, Raiden. And he'd still have 1,000 yards because all he does is have 1,000 yards. Great game for him. Baker Mayfield looked like the number one pick, Mitchell. If you told me that this is number one pick, he's 26-34 for 317 in a tug. Mitchell, I'd say, I think you got one. And the Buccaneers got him for $4 million. I bet they feel dang good about themselves. They're 2-0 and right now. They're feeling good. They're looking good. Justin Fields though, Mitchell. Mm. Looks bad. He threw a pick six in a way to, to Shaq Barrett, who's my boy. To it, it just looked bad, Mitchell. It looked like he did not understand what was going on right there. He was overwhelmed. The moment was too big for him. He threw it right to him. They walked it into the end zone because it was at like the three-yard line, four-yard line, but this is the first time Baker started 2-0. I mean, we knew they, everybody said, Tom Brady's leaving, like, all is lost. Well, it's not a great division. It wasn't a great division last year, even though they're starting 2-0. The Atlanta Falcons are starting 2-0. The Saints, you know, depending on what they do, you know, have been playing well. They played well last week. And obviously, Carolina's still rebuilding, but they have the defensive pieces that are there. But Oh, good for Baker, man. I'm happy to see that. Sometimes you just need a feel-good story, and he's not doing all the commercials and all that where he's living in the stadium in Cleveland, but he looks good,
1: good for the Bucs. And they got a big one next week, Monday Night Football against the Eagles. And Richard, Baker Mayfield's always had a chip on his shoulder, but you put him with zero expectations, like we talked about with Matt Stafford, and that chip gets, gets a little bit bigger. I'm excited to see what he does next week. Richard, I think this Bucks team could be dangerous in this division. So I'm curious to see. I mean, we got we got some Monday Night Football games to play here, but where does your power ranks, that, that top five, where, where, where are we looking? Because I don't know if this Monday Night Football slate of games is going to impact that a whole lot.
3: Well, Mitchell, unfortunately, your Detroit Lions are going to exit. They're going to exit the poll, Mitchell. They're going to exit. I'm sorry. I tried. You I tried did. so uh, hard. And even get away from Missouri. And all that. <laughs> <sighs> I gotta have the San Francisco 49ers at one. Skip's gonna hate it because the Dallas Cowboys are two. They're still two, Mitchell. I gotta I gotta give them two because the Eagles gave up 28 points to Kirko, and they technically probably should have lost that game if Jefferson doesn't fumble the ball right before the half. They probably lose that game. Kirk played through for four touchdowns. But I'll keep them I'll keep them at three. Kansas City didn't do enough for me to move them up past them. Uh, I'd go dolphins at four Kansas City at five.
1: I, I think that's answer. fair. that I think that's fair. I, I will say this about Dallas. They look impressive. I know you're about to be sitting across from Skip and he's going to be all fired up tomorrow morning, rich. but God bless it. Dallas, for once, from an objective perspective, I don't give a rat's
3: ass about the Cowboys, but they look good. They do. They look good. They look good, and they played well. And that defense, Dan Quinn, is doing a heck of a job, Mitchell. But you know when January comes, Mitchell.
1: I already know. I already know the Niners. You can't. Richard, I'm on board with you. This has been our recap. This is week two. We got a lot more of these, Richard. I'll let you all sign us off. We'll see you all back here on Tuesday.
3: Well, I hope all of our new subscribers and our future subscribers have enjoyed the show. We got our own channel now. We feeling good. Welcome to the Richard Sermon podcast. Stick with us. See you next week or see you in a couple of days because we might have a special guest. Stay tuned. Hit the sub button if you're new because we just want to grow. See you next time.
0: The Volume.
2: NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft.